Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with Armin, my co-host. How are you, Eddie? I'm doing great, because even though I was stuck in like an hour and a half of traffic in Bel Air today, I was so happy to have been able to watch Beverly Hills the night before and come and podcast about it today. And you drove through Beverly Hills a little bit. Well, yeah. So the women of Beverly Hills don't actually live in Beverly Hills. True. They live in Bel Air and Encino. And I drove from I drove through Bel Air to Encino. To Encino. You know, Kyle just lives up the street. She's right there. She we should re- go ring on her she doorbell. She actually does. Like for those listening, like she's actually Armin's neighbor, which I find amazing. Not literally. Uh, she is in a much nicer home at the Smokey Robinson Estate. But you know what? I have seen Kim Richards at a local bar. That's insane. Have I told you that story? No. What? Yeah. At the Surly Goat in Encino, I was standing at the bar. All of a sudden, Kim Richards and another woman. When was this? In the summer. This year? 2018. Oh! Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm coming up here all the time now. (laughs) I actually called Camille and I said, Kim Richards is here. Did she come? She was... In downtown LA, so she was far away, and Kim Richards, you know, left after like twenty minutes. But yeah, so anyway, my heart stops. A local story, local news. That is <laughs> great. But we are talking about Rojas, so Housewives of Beverly Hills today, and the Lucy Lucy Apple Juice Gate that's been happening Goosey, since Lucy. the beginning. Juicy. Oh my god, I f- hate that dog's Tootsie. name. Yas, as we call the dog here. In the buttered hot, uh, hot and bravo home, <laughs> D- buttered pop hot and bravo. All these million names, There's Lucy Juicy names. Apple Juice. I'm done. But you know what? You name I do know is Twitter and Instagram, and how to find us there. Is we know searching. those names. Twitter and Instagram. They're two separate things. Instagram, Instagram is down for a day. Twitter is running. Is smoothly. running. Yeah. So. Find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Hot and Bravo, H O T and B R A V O D. And make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. Sorry, Lots I have to names. go through all of that. <laughs> so many names. But let's get into the episode. Before we jump into all the dog drama, let's start off with some good news. Yeah. So let's save the dog drama. Let's save the dog drama. But enough of the loosey goosey apple juicy. So Aaron, Denise's fiance is finally divorced after two years, married to Nicolette Sheridan, who used to also be married to Harry Hamlin, who is now married to Lisa Renna, if you can catch that web of love. Hashtag incest Hollywood. Love it. And to celebrate, they're going to get married. (laughs) So basically, the venue that they want to go to and use, the only opening they have is September 8th, which is 10 days away, according to Denise. And... She's like, you want to get married in 10 days? And Aaron goes into this whole spiel of like, you know, it's infinity. The infinity. It's the infinity. All the numerology, you know, one plus <laughs> one plus nine is what? No, no. This or is nine plus eight. It's nine plus eight. So is, September 8th. Yeah. Which is nine, nine plus, plus eight, eight. 17. 17. Seven plus one equals eight. It's infinity. So they'll be in which love forever. <laughs> and Denise is like me. She's in the thing. She's like, I don't give a bull's crap about this number stuff you could I just make get any married. number work for you that's the thing i mean you can like you could keep adding ones and zeros i don't <laughs> even know i'm not good at math you've never been good at math so this whole thing just went over my head but i'm very happy that they're getting married it's gonna be an impromptu thing mm-hmm. i'm kind of stoked i'm excited to see this all go down 
Because we know, and I know this from Teddy's Instagram, that the last time that Lisa spoke to a bunch of these women was at the wedding. Oh, I didn't know this. This is where it goes down. So this wedding in 10 days is going to be a huge deal because multiple women have not spoken to LVP since. And this is, I think, when she dropped off of filming was after the wedding. So LVP separates herself from the group this early on in the season? That's why they're pissed. I thought it was going to be like midway through, but it's sounding like episode six, seven maybe? No, episode six is the ne- next episode. Sorry. Episode seven? I think it's either seven, episode seven or eight. Wow. That early. That's why the women are pissed. That's wild. So we'll be seeing that go down soon. But what we did see go down, which was another big milestone in someone's life, Kyle Richards' daughter, Sophia, is headed to college. And we've seen this before when Alexia went to Arizona or University of Arizona uh, and we're seeing it now when Sophia is going to George Washington University all the way in D.C. At least Arizona is one state over. D.C. is a plane ride across the country for Kyle to go see her little girl. And she's 18, right? So one plus eight equals nine. But if you subtract it by one, which is the first number in 18, then you get back to eight, a.k.a. infinity. Boom, so numbers. she'll always be her daughter. Yeah. But Kyle has her meltdown that she always kind of has, which is totally understandable because another one of her chickens are flying the coop. And I love that you call it a meltdown. I mean, she breaks down like she cannot yeah. function. And I, I feel so bad because it must be so hard because she loves, she loves her children so much. And it's like, but, and she like, gets into this headspace where she just can't get out of it. And I, I hate that because it's like, I just want her to be like, it's going to be okay. So if you will be back in four years working at the agency, you don't have anything to worry about Kyle. I was so sad when Portia broke down. Yeah. That was, that was really, really sweet. Well, it's the, this family is so tight knit and is so amazing together. Um, she was going to miss her big sister. She's going to make her sis. And now she's going to be the only one at home. Oh, but she's going to love that. You think so? Well, she's going to get showered back. with gifts. Ale- Alexi is back. Right. But presumably she's going to get a job and apartment. I mean, well, she's working at the agency. So, but I don't think she's leaving the house anytime soon. I would stay in that house if I could as well. Smokey Robinson. Um, but Sophia doesn't know how to clean a toilet and neither does Mauricio, <laughs> which I found shocking. Well,. I think Mauricio has had other people do it for him. Like his wife, Kyle Richards. Yeah. So rude. But I mean, I learned everything I needed to learn before I went to college. I knew how to do my own laundry. I could clean bathrooms. I could vacuum. I, my mom put us to work when we were kids. So when did I learned you, everything. When did you start doing the laundry? I think I, I did like my first load of laundry when I was probably like 11 or 12. Okay. I started young. For me, it was 14 because my parents got divorced and... At my dad's, like my mom would still want to do everything for me, but at my dad's, I would have to do You'd my have to own do laundry. laundry. Yeah. So you learned young too. So actually, at, like being at my dad's taught me how to do a lot of the stuff that I would, you know, need to do eventually in college. It was oh. a nice like preparation. Yeah. Sadly, these kids in Beverly Hills do not have the same success that we did <laughs> in life skills, but you know they'll learn, like Alexia learned. 
uh, Sophia will learn as well. They have a few extra zeros in their bank accounts, though. Yeah, they have a little bit to fall so back on. So they have on. that success. Hey, but Sophia is getting cut off, kind of, because she's the biggest spender in the family. She's True. the most high maintenance. Marissa was like, no credit card except for emergencies, and you're getting a limit on your debit card. But that debit card limit, what is it? What do you think it is? It's in the tens of thousands. At least a thousand a, mu- a week. Yeah. If not more. If not more. So they're chilling. They're fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Adopt but- me, Mauricio. <laughs> Adopt me. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here in Encino. You'll have to leave the podcast and go work at the agency full time. I'm sorry. I won't. Uh, no. We'll just get beers together at Surly Go. I'll be the son you never had. Okay. <laughs> Keep dreaming. <laughs> but let's just dive into... The dog drama. Dog because drama time. This episode was quick, so this is not going to be a super long podcast because, I mean, we got into a screaming match last time we talked about Beverly Hills together, right. and I don't know if we're on the same page now. And next week is going to be nuts. Next week is going to be amazing. With Teddy calling LVP out. LVP out. It's going to be nuts. So, the first talk about the dog drama in this episode happens when Teddy goes to Erica's house, and they go to the chapel, and in this chapel... She confesses. She confesses uh, to being a part of this scheme right. that LVP had set in place for Dorit to look bad. So, Allegedly. Allegedly. So. <laughs> Stander Teddy, pump. Stander pump. It's, it's, it's already making me mad. So Teddy basically reveals that she was ready to go for Dorit. She was very upset by Dorit for ignoring her, for being basically against her and not giving her a chance. And so when LVP presented her, presented John Blizzard to present to her this information, she was ready to take Dorit down. And she totally comes clean about this. This is where I really truly believe Teddy because... She's not making any excuses and she has not made a single excuse yet. She's owned up to everything. And she said, this is what I was told. They wanted me to bring it up on camera. I felt guilty about it. I didn't want to do it anymore. So I didn't. But then you, on the other hand, you have Lisa Vanderpump who's only making excuses about the whole situation and claiming she doesn't speak to John Blizzard. I don't know. I never told Teddy. We'll get into that whole conversation because Lisa literally lies multiple times in that, in her defense of does herself she? okay she does all right well, there's things that do not match at all and it's like even kyle calls her out and she's like this doesn't make sense like just stop like just talk to us so teddy's story has also been changing as well though teddy's story has not changed and on twitter no she- it has changed well, well she did not at first admit to trying to set up to trying to set up to well she yeah she said i I did not want to do anything wrong. I she didn't portrayed lie to you. it differently in the Bahamas. Yeah. She did. But now she's realizing it's all because, you know, she didn't want to throw. I mean, I don't think she wanted to throw anyone under the bus. I just think that Teddy has some culpability in all this shit. Too. She does. I think Teddy is wrong for what she did. If we presume Lisa Vanderpump set this all up, right? Yes. Then that means for a while, Teddy went along with it. A hundred percent. Teddy's wrong. All I'm Lisa's saying wrong, is, and Dorita's wrong. Teddy jumped the Vandership. Okay, she jumped the Vandership. She's a traitor to Lisa Vanderpump, and you know what? She's playing the game well now. I'm not gonna lie, but I. I and Lisa's still, not. Lisa's off her game, and you have to admit that. I agree because she's getting dominated right now. She's getting destroyed from a narrative perspective, but. I don't know. Some part of me wants to believe LVP. Is that just my naivete? I think you're just naive. 
Like Erica says, don't trust anybody. You can't. You can't, but... Okay, so what did you think about Lisa's conversation with John Blizzard? You think it's total BS? BS. You could you could tell how set up that was. I felt it was authentic to a degree. Like obviously, it's all set up. I talked about this. It's all set up, right? This is reality TV. You have to go and get mic'd and blah blah blah. You know what you're going to talk about. But some part of it did feel real to me. I. I think the real part that you were feeling was how scared John Blizzard was because he knew if he didn't cooperate, he would lose his job. Lisa feeds all the information. I don't know you that well. You've done events, but I don't know you. We don't speak, which, yeah, Lisa has 400 employees, but like Vanderpump Dogs is a major part of her life. John Blizzard is featured on the show. He's the events coordinator. How many events does Vanderpump Dogs have? Lisa knows who John Blizzard is, has John Blizzard's number, and speaks with him on a consistent basis. I highly doubt There's that she no did- way. I highly doubt that she did not know John Blizzard. No, she knew John Blizzard. Yeah, so I'm saying... But she didn't know him. Okay. She knew who he was, but she didn't know him. You really think Lisa has a close relationship with all these people? I don't think she has a close relationship with all of them, but I think she knows who someone is when she hires them. Well, yeah. And if you, for as much events as Vanderpump Dogs puts on, the Yulin premiere, Vanderpump Dogs every summer... All the events that they host, all the adoption events. Lisa has a hand in that because Lisa is the face of Vanderpump Dogs. You're going to sit here and tell me that as the face of Vanderpump Dogs, as Lisa Vanderpump, she's not working with the events coordinator that has her name attached to it every single time. Do you remember on Vanderpump Rules when both Stassi and Katie were her event people and how closely she worked with them because she worried so much about how these events appeared? I think for certain events, especially the ones on television, she works extremely closely with the coordinators um, so she can depict herself in that light, right? Like that she's like very, you know, deep in the weeds. And I think she is to a certain extent on certain things, but don't underestimate how much she delegates in general. Because there's no way, she's a human. And you know this, you're a busy guy yourself. There's only so much you could do, right? Yeah. So she has Villa Blanca rolling. She has Tom Tom rolling. She has Sir rolling. She has Pump rolling. She has Vanderpump Dogs. She has two shows. She's doing all this shit and travels the fucking world. And you're telling me she has her hands in everything? She delegates a lot. But for the cameras, she's going to get a little more involved, especially because they're, probably going to be higher profile events. I'm not saying she's a phony, but you know, you're going to do what you got to do and you got to create storylines and you got to create visuals and whatnot. But I bet Sessa, John Sessa throws way more events and he has like full responsibilities for like 75% of the year. No, I agree with you. But what what I'm I'm saying is John Blizzard is in a high position at Vanderpump Dogs. He's the events coordinator. I wouldn't. I. I don't think Lisa knows any of the staff that works at Vanderpump Dogs. All the people who work the front desk. I think she's maybe interviewed them, met them once, whatever. Cool. But for someone who's on this tier of John Sesa, John John Blizzard's right below there. The adoption girl's right below there. Who she is knows to all say names. Uh, Blizzard is right below there? If he's the events coordinator, that, that's a bullshit title. It could be events coordinator. Could be there could be an event director. And then the events coordinators is below that. You see what I'm saying? I've just, I've seen you people are just, with titles. Okay, you are literally, what is the problem Look, with this I'm franchise? Playing, I'm playing standard pump right now. I'm going to do I it. know you are. Somebody But this to. is what the issue is with people on Twitter too. Because Lisa Vanderpump's <laughs> fans have been saying some disgusting things. Oh, I hate I, the no, vitriol. But you know, I wait, you know say, I'm against that though. No, I know you are. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, 
is the problem with the the standard pumps is that they stand her so much that they're making excuses. Like you're sitting here and doing for me right now. You're making excuses for her because she, you hold her to this high regard and that's not okay. The, and that's what the women are trying to get to. It's like, I'm trying to present an alternate theory. I know you are. I know you are, but and what I'm, true, but I'm saying what's wrong with the standard pumps. This well, is what I'm I think saying what's right wrong now. with them is they get vitriolic and they get really nasty. They get I've nasty. Seen some of the messages but that they've been what, sending people, but Ooh. what the women No, it's really bad. It's yeah. really bad. It's, it's like violent threats and stuff. it's violent threats. It's, it's derogatory. Yo, this is a show people. It relax. It's okay. Um, At least it's chill too. So I think the women are trying to let Lisa know you are on the same playing field as all of us. You for a long time have thought you are better than us, that you can get away with all of this and that you're untouchable. Guess what, bitch? You're touchable. And I think that's why they're bringing all this light. And I think that's why Dorit now has switched sides to Teddy's. I think that's why Kyle now doesn't believe Lisa because Lisa, even in her conversation with Kyle, and Dorit slips up her own over her own excuses that she made up. Can we talk about that scene? Yeah, let's talk about that scene. So what what do you want to say about that scene before I come back? Because I've, I've... We'll set it up first. Set it up. What happens? So basically, Dorit and Kyle go to Lisa Vanderpump's house to speak about the drama. And Lisa shows the text messages printed from... That Todd had printed up, or Ken Todd had printed up from John Blizzard. The issue I have with this is, and the issue I have with Teddy also showing text messages is you can forge this so easily. I could put my, I could put your, okay. I could put your text message and say, Lisa Vanderpump and pretend like I'm having a conversation with Lisa and be like, I have right. photo evidence of this conversation that was had. But it appears that there's this understanding that these are authenticated. You see what I'm saying? I mean, no, there is understanding. Um, that they've looked at the contact. They can see this is Teddy Mellencamp's number. So unless someone went on her phone and texted from her phone, then these aren't forged. But I, I see what you're saying. I mean, but we don't have proof from Lisa's side that this number is the number. That's I, what I'm saying. And I we don't have it that. from Teddy either. But I think that's like I think that's like a detail that... You have to kind of suspend disbelief for a second as a viewer. But that's like a detail that maybe could have been discussed between them and they've authenticated it, but there's no reason to show that scene for TV just to keep it economical. We'll see. Okay. To put so, together a show. Like, okay. Well, what would they do? Like, okay, John Blizzard, let's call him. Let's have him show you the phone and then let's authenticate it. Like that would just be kind of like boring. I mean, yeah, but so we're going to yeah. have the so, understanding. That so these we'll are have the understanding that it's real. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So what did you, so Kyle and Dorit react she, Not like Lisa expected. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> the the two things that Lisa trips up on is one that she said she'd never spoken to John Blizzard before. And Kyle's like, Lisa, come on. You've spoken to John Blizzard before. And she's like, but I'm not as close with him as Teddy is. Oh, I thought she was saying she hadn't spoken to him before about this. About this. That was my understanding. But that's also wrong because Dorit's like... Lisa texted me and called me and said, right. Teddy knows. And Lisa's like, no, no, no. I said, Teddy knows. Kyle knows. If you all know, you need to get in front of it. And Dorit's like, that's not what you said. You said, Teddy knows. Right. Which means the only reason she would have known that Teddy knew is if John Blizzard told her or John Sasa told her. Or Ken. Or Ken told her. 
unless and you even said that you think that ken could have a greater involvement all the in uh, all of this i think he's her right hand with this because i mean he's the one that had the text messages he's the one that set up the meeting with john blizzard things are weird and i think lisa is a part of it i i definitely think lisa's the one who set it all up i mean even when she was like you put words in my mouth and john john blizzard was like yes i said things that you didn't say i put words into your mouth i got caught up in it as an employer of someone as an employee of someone that big, I don't think any rational person who wants to keep their job and who is in that big of a spotlight and understands that if he's texting someone is going to put words in someone else's mouth. And if he did, Lisa should have fired him right then and there. Why didn't she? Because she is also, she, she can't fire him for like unjust causes. Cause then he could always come back and be like, you know what? I got fired because of this and I can sue the hell out of them. If I, if my employee put words in my mouth that made me look bad, I'd say, Thank you so much for working for me. This is a mistake that can't be changed. This has caused drama in my personal life, in my professional life. You're fired. You're let go. Why didn't she let him go? Give him a second chance because he's only 25 years old and he has so many things to learn. Bullshit. There's another theory. James James got cut for less. Did you read the uh, thing Camille sent you? Which On Instagram. The, The theory. Okay. Well, I'll outline it for you. But basically, the theory is... That Lisa Vanderpump wa- didn't want anything to do with the show anymore and kind of like torpedoed herself in a way, but manufactured this whole thing and exploited Dorit and the whole dog situation. So she could not only set herself up to leave the show, but to also set up a spinoff, Vanderpump Dogs, which is now in fruition. It's coming together. I, I don't think Vanderpump Dogs is going to go through anymore. No? I think I think people are pissed off by this. I'm pissed off by this. They want nothing to do with I it. Don't wanna, I don't want to see this. If this is what the show is going to be about is like drama like this or drama about dogs, why would I want to go adopt a dog from Vanderpump Dogs? Like why the well, hell would I want to give them my business if all they are are drama? Yeah, there's the whole like Disneyland aspect of West Hollywood now with like Bravo and like the Vanderpumps. But like, does she really think this is good for business? For I'd me, much rather watch a show about Vegas. Yeah. And Danny well, Pellegrino said the same thing. So True. No, I see what you're saying. But I think the show shouldn't be about drama with the dogs because you're right. Nobody would want to watch that. Like who wants to watch these Philanthropy puppies? Philanthropy and reality go- do not mix. <laughs> like people wouldn't want to see the puppies going through any hardship. What I'm saying is if the employees are messy as fuck, then you have another Vanderpump Rules. If the employees are messy as hell, why would I watch that anyways? Because who the hell is taking care of these dogs? These dogs are yeah. in the in in the care of these messy people. No. And it, don't you realize that most people are fucking messy? And guess what? They have jobs with great responsibility. Yeah, but if you're like, Lisa I don't want to watch it. No, but if Lisa is so like the dogs are her life, she wants to make sure these dogs have the best possible things for them. She wants to make sure that they end up in good homes, that they're the best taken care of. Why would she hire people that don't have that same passion and that same vision? They do. But what they do is, right, they get up, they're super hungover. And what's inspiring, what's uplifting is that despite their great hangover, they make it to work, take care of the dogs. Yeah. That's boring (laughs) as hell. No one wants to watch that. No, the drama comes in between when they, you know, cheat on each other and backstab each other and have feuds. That's where the drama comes in. It it doesn't work. It's Vanderpump Rules. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) I'm telling you, I mean, I'd love to watch two two waiters get into a fight at Sir. They're trusting those people to serve you food when yeah. they, they look like the people who are most likely to spit in it. 
Okay, but people get spit. Spit and food is not taking care of another living life and trying to give them a better life and nurture a creature. I bet they're sweet to the dogs. Are you doubting? I do not. Sesa. I yeah, I am. (laughs) I thought you called him Hot John. I just don't see the appeal anymore. But back to Lucy, Juicy, Boosy, Coosy, Juicy, Boosy, Lucy, Goose. Okay, so what about it? What about it? I don't know. Where do we go from here with this storyline? I mean, it looks like next week, Teddy is going to call out LVP in front of everyone. And I think this is going to be the beginning of the end. I think it's, I think Lisa Vanderpump is done. I think I've lost a lot of respect for her that she can't own up to what she's done when clearly all of the signs are showing she did something and she can't own up to her part. Um, I think when Kyle doesn't, stand up for her in this moment when she shows the text and then when teddy calls her out in the next episode as we could see in the previews and i'm presuming kyle doesn't stand up for her then i think that's what sets that fight at the house shit off yep between the two of them i agree i think that's we're gonna see that in either the next episode or the episode after and then it's the wedding and then it's the end of lisa vanderpump so let's see if she even shows up to the reunion because if she doesn't, that's going to be a whole situation. Then it's an Adrian Maloof part two. Yeah. N- Screw she it. also didn't show up to the reunion. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt she would do that. Wow. But she may, Eddie, you may be right. She may do that. If she does that, I'm I'm like Lisa Vanderpump. I'll still go to Sir and support Sir and Vanderpump rules and all that stuff. But Lisa Vanderpump will have just gone in my eyes that I would have no respect. And I, I think her, her fans are like, Oh, well she, you know, she's going through so much, you know, she doesn't need to show up to the reunion. Everyone's going through something. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors for anyone. Show up to the reunion. Yolanda came and she was seriously ill and she yeah. had to leave cause she got sick, but she was there. She tried her best. Do you remember how pissed Andy was that Adrian Maloof didn't show up? I It, it was I, wild. He was angry. He was just, Shitting on her the whole time. Every chance he could get. Do you think he would do the same for LVP if she wasn't there? I think it would be the end of Andy and LVP's relationship. I think so too. Wow. LVP used to be Andy's favorite. Guess what? Not anymore. Now Bethany's sucking that dick. Okay. So, because you know Nene ain't, they're in a fight now too. Um, all right. So that's going to be in the Beverly Hills. I'm going to end on that <laughs> note. Great note to end on. It was an amazing... Beginning of the drama really starting episode. I think the Goosey Gate. It's the gate, beginning of the end. The Yas Gate is going to kind of subside <laughs> soon. But we'll see it again in the reunion, hopefully. But yeah, make sure you guys are subscribed to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes, or Spotify to make sure that you guys don't miss any more recaps. And make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. That's at Hotten Bravoed. And follow Eddie at Eddie underscore Estrada. And Armin, tell them how they can follow you too. At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you guys next week.